Greetings, beautiful people. This is Jay here from Lads Talk Health and as always, sending nothing but love and kindness and positivity to all. Thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast. Please, please, if you enjoy it, let other people share your enjoyment. Love to you all. Rolling. Hello, Insta. It's Jay from Lads Talk Health. As always, sending nothing but love light healing energy positive energy absolutely everything your way so we had me and Hazard had a chat tonight about Pizzagate Naza how you doing good to see ya about Pizzagate we were talking about earlier really good chat apologies if my sound at times excuse me it was off I was out with the family and uh, but yeah it was still Still a really good chat, and it's a very touchy subject. But anyway, <clears throat> I'm hoping Harry did say he, he may be coming on. I'm hoping he does jump on. It's, hey, Julie, relevance actually. Shout out to you, Julie, by the way, because I, that offer that you made, I'm definitely going to run that past that wonderful little girl by the name of Daisy, who I just wanted to... I know I've spoken about Daisy plenty, and I will do. So I'm confident you know who that girl is by now. So anyway, Daisy, we, we, we're going to definitely do a brief for Daisy too. And the last one was amazing, absolutely amazing. The response was amazing. The energy was amazing. Daisy smashed her breath hold to bits. She's, she's doing over six minutes comfortably now, and, and for those that will jump on to breathe for Daisy too. You'll witness this as she very kindly came on last time with her family and done the breath hold part. Hey Donna. So yes, tonight I just wanted to after that video we've done a really good talk earlier and has on Peacegate. Now though it's about Daisy Breathe for Daisy too. So I just wanted to mention that again we will be finding a better platform than the one we used last time or me and Hazard had a chat, we might just contact the actual platform itself and explain to them higher what it is we're doing and, and just to see if we can get some sort of decent link because I don't know what happened last time but a lot of people wasn't able to get in. So, yeah, let's just have a quick... So yes, Breathe for Daisy 2 definitely will be coming up as soon as possible actually, just going to get the, uh, the event platform sorted over the next couple of days and then start pushing it about. What I'd love people to do is just spread the word spread the word around loads of people when we first spoke about it the other night was straight away messages came up I'm in I'm on that I'll be up for that so definitely we'll get a date booked in soon other than that I'm not sure if has a he's not tuned in as yet but I might give has another couple of minutes yeah just to touch on again tonight's chat about Pizzagate that's a subject that we all need to be aware of what's going on because unfortunately <coughs> and I'm saying this from a parental perspective although I hate that word from a dad's perspective and from a mum's perspective protecting our children is so so important and that's all our children that's not just our own that we've created, they're all part, you know, you'd hope that someone else would be looking out for your child when you're not around at that point. So it's, it's important that we are definitely 
making sure children first and foremost you know children deserve love yeah pizzagate we had a chat on that earlier children do deserve love and they need love and it's just a shame it's heartbreaking knowing that there's a lot of kids that come into this world and they don't even get that yes mate you're right they definitely do they definitely do and it's not nice when you look into these things but it's the awareness that it brings and then it allows communities to come together and strengthen numbers and although we i might not be asked to do something absolutely directly maybe I, I can maybe i can't but what i can do being aware of it and then sharing it with other people not to to shock people well yeah it is, it is to shock people it's exactly that to shock people to wake them up to see look this is going on this is going on and it's openly going on it's not being hidden so yeah we definitely need to make sure that this information hello terry this information is passed around uh, and yeah it's done in a productive way it's not just sort of like i said showing people just to get that initial shock and then they forget about it it's no look this needs to be addressed this stuff is is rife if everyone knew what they do yeah tell me about it mate if if only people did It'd just, be, it'd just be too upsetting for a lot of people. It really would, unfortunately. But that being said, there's, you know, for all the negative we can talk about, and it is, and it's important to touch on these things, to bring awareness to them, but then there's, in the light, there's always, a, there's always a positive, and the positive is people like young Daisy, who is, you know, a 15-year-old young child who is just, been so incredibly, sorry, incredibly admirable in in her plight with her journey. So yeah, it's important to make sure we're going both ways. You're some charter. Is that character? <laughs> charter. I like that. Thank you very much. Think of how fast it will stop. Yeah, if if everyone became aware of this stuff, it would be thumbs up to to Terry. If everyone became aware of this, but that's where cognitive dissonance comes in. Con cognitive dissonance, that is such a real thing. That's most of your friends, most of your family live in a state of cognitive dissonance. It, and that is, that's the only way that these 1%, it's the only way, like I said, there's no, you've got to think certain, certain times, as, 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 as Daisy will know, childlike logic always wins the day and what we know is fact without whether you believe in the government whether you believe anti-government whatever you believe one thing we know is fact is a good 90 plus percent of of the whole population a good 90 plus percent is it's more like 99 but let's be conservative 90 plus 95 succumb to the rules of the five percent now in any where else in life look at the animal kingdom when could 95 lions rule five lions when could 95 tigers rule five tigers when could 95 dogs rule five dogs they'd get run out you could pick any animal they'd get run out straight out what you you little patch there are going to tell all of us Ooh, let's face it, yeah, the 1%, the 1%, you're right, I was being being very conservative, 
you look at look at any part of our actual reality, not the matrix shit we're thick, um, fooled into believing, but look at the animal kingdom. We are animals. Don't ever think we're not. We're just part of that. Yes, definitely, Judy. Cognitive distance is is scary, but yeah, animals don't struggle from that. Animals just look at num number. And the thing is, again, it's interesting. So, looking into law and looking into natural science, law, the word law is it. It evokes or tries to establish empiricism. So, the law of the jungle, the law of animals, the law of nature, the law of nature when it comes to anything living. If you get a 90 plus percent against the rest, 5%, 1 1%, 2%, 9%, 10%, the 90 percent always win. Always win because there is a law of numbers. How in this bloody place that we live in, how can we be ruled by such a minority and to top it off, how can we let them divide us over so many different things? Race, colour, come on, in this day, colour, how can... Religion, sex, vaccine or anti-vax, like, it's, it's unbelievable. It's absolutely unbelievable that they've managed to get away with this. But... I'm confident there's more and more people waking up. It's the law of mother nature. There you go, yeah. The law of mother nature. Nine is the key to the universe. I like that. I like eight as well. I've looked into numerology and etymology. But, uh, something as well with Pizzagate. What we were talking about earlier as well. In regards to what happens with children. This is, it goes back to common law. Goes back to common law. Versus the legal system. A massive part of the legal system. Now that we know for a fact, like I said, these ain't these ain't fictional figures. Child trafficking and the money involved in human trafficking in general was second only to the arms dealings of the world. So that's a that's a lot of money, billions and billions of pounds that is made over the trafficking of of humans in general, but mainly children. When you think about it, the fact that that, that that is known, that is accepted, it is common knowledge. It's not, they're not fictitious figures, like it's common knowledge. How does, not, how does not everything come to a standstill and it just goes, right, we need to sort that out? I don't mind it. Past the drug trade, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like how you said earlier as well with the drug trade. Now, there's always human tra uh, human trafficking involved in that as well. Yeah, it's scary. And going back to what I was saying about common law versus the legal system, they managed to create a legal way that they could take kids and trade them which is social services. That's a way they managed to, on paper, just on paper, bear in mind, because it's not part of law. Lawfully, there's no such thing as social services. Legally, there is, but lawfully, there isn't. 
So they create a system where us, the parents, as well, and again, this all goes back to Pizzagate and what it is behind Pizzagate, is the mismanagement of children, and that is putting it very mildly. But they've done it so that the parents of the children, when the children are born, sign a bit of paper which mirrors this same slavery bond that has been used throughout history. A name and there's a number. <laughs> and uh, because there's a name and there's a number that you've legally signed over this legal fiction, which is your child, you sign them over to the state. Now they have a master. So yeah, it's, it's going to take a big awakening, but this is where you have to look into all this stuff. I'd love a workshop to learn about common law. Do you know what, Marnet? Funny enough, our guy, shout out to Boris, our guy Boris, and it's not Boris Johnson. <laughs> our guy Boris, he chopped up the presentation, which is mainly me, Oh, nice. Oh, Donna, do me a favour. Shout out for you putting his name in. Because I looked after... I had to jump off the live because I had to get the family home as well. But I looked... <coughs> I've looked for Sean Speaks. <clears throat> and I'm not, I'm not sure I'm getting the right guy. Can you... If you know... Can you message me with it in my... So I've got it in my inbox. Not even on this chat. If you've got his... If you follow him or whatnot. Because I'd like to follow that guy. That was brilliant when he jumped on. Fantastic. Like, again, it's this stuff is, is is really really at the moment poignant, massively. You got look at oh Google a lady or YouTube a lady called Jeanette Archer. Listen to her story, Jeanette Archer. And I, there's plenty of people. Thank you. Yeah, but yeah, that's it. Yeah, we all got these birth certificates, but actually, Donna just put something really interesting in there about that Sean Speaks who got managed to get a passport for his child without registering their birth. That more than ever, I want to speak to this guy now as well because that's the sort of information <coughs> that we need to pass on. I was thinking about when our passports expire, what would happen. That's an interesting one, actually. Pink, pink princess cutie. That's an interesting one. Because, well, initially, you won't, you, on paper, you won't be able to travel because the, the thing that you signed consented to, to, to play the role as that. Because even that, your passport's all in capitals and all the rest of it, isn't it? It's, it's a legal fiction that you consented to, but that's what we agreed to. Oh, yeah, now I can travel. <laughs> think about it. Oh yeah, there's a picture of me and it's got my name on it and without that I can't travel. It's fucking ridiculous. His baby. I only have passports ID. Yep. It's a joke, isn't it? The fact that we need identification for anything. Anything. And the thing is, there was a time when this was not, I mean, I mean, now it's ridiculous anyway, with cameras and scanners and everything. We are in that, I was saying this to someone the other day, when you used to watch, like, 
always say is uh, to give it a time frame I'm 40 now if you watch Total Recall the first one with Arnold Schwarzenegger and you look at, I know it's on Mars but you look at how messed up the societies are and what the it's now it's literally you're seeing all this stuff played out right in front of us right now this is as bad as they they've tried ever you know locking down Austria Austria is on for, for those who don't know look you think what is happening what is happening in Australia and New Zealand is bad and Israel look at Austria they've locked down the vaccinated <laughs> you couldn't write this stuff you couldn't write this stuff you were saying about the workshop oh yeah I digressed didn't I mind it um, I just want to see <clears throat> I, the guy Boris chopped up the common law presentation which is basically me talking has a um it was after has done his back to brazil trip the video he did and then i put together a presentation it was just and what's interesting is and listen this is just me being complete completely honest and it's um, and it's not a disrespect in any way because i still anybody talking about common law and promoting it and, and putting presentations up about it, I've got nothing but love and respect for you. My only but is, just keep it to the basics. You don't need to go further than, or try and interpret the stuff that's there at the core, at its core, is enough. First and foremost, know in your soul that if you don't cause hurt or loss, to another human being you've never ever broken the law you've never committed a crime never understand that as a foundation because when you need when you know something is just your absolute truth it's irrefutable you'll always be prepared to argue it because it's not something you're unsure about and your ego can still play a part it's no i know that i'm causing myself a loss if if I subscribe to anything but that and let myself get in trouble or have to pay money, if I've not hurt anyone or caused anyone any loss, there shouldn't be any fucking problems at all. But yeah, um, mine. I keep jumping off. We're we're going. We're gonna chop that up and put that on the membership site into little segments, so it's gonna have all the punchy bits that will be relevant because there's what I covered in that. I studied that. How long ago was that? How many years? That's when I had a bailiff letter come through out of the blue. Long story short, and I mean it this time, I took on four different courts across the UK and I smashed all of them. And I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it because I was still, back then, I wasn't as confident as with, with the stuff. I was more concentrating on, on my work. I'd already started to work with people with cancer. So that was my my main focus was studying cancer, studying the human healing system. But when that cave fell on my lap, I'd done a bit of studying into common law took on four different calls and beat all of them. I was like, I can't believe this. This is fucking unbelievable. This is how they've been tricking us this whole time with a language called legalese, their own fucking dictionary. They're up to like volume 10, I think. 10 volumes of English words, which we know what they mean to us, but to them and to lawyers and solicitors and judges and police and all of the legal system, they mean the opposite. And they get us to talk our way into verbal contracts, which then incriminate ourselves in the legal system. It's a fucking joke. So yeah, get your head round common law. 
you said about the workshop, done that, the free, the free D women, <laughs> what's, what's that? I missed that, I always watch back all your chats because you're spot on everything. Oh, thanks very much. But do you know what, with that, we're happy to be challenged on stuff because in challenge comes lessons. So if there's anything that, and we uh, we probably don't say this as much as we used to, and we need to make sure we do not getting carried away with ourselves. If there's anything you hear that you question or you've heard otherwise, please challenge us. I'm more happy to know that I'm wrong on something because then it gives me something more to learn to be right on. So please, that's fine, but I appreciate that. Jeremy as well on lockdown. Yeah, Jer hello Charlie. Jeremy have gone ridiculous. You need to look up Stacey's World Rocks on Telegram. She's brilliant. All right, nice one. Can you PM me that kickstart as well? Because I forget to do it on these things. Oh, that's well done. That's awesome. Yeah, common lot. 11 different means to... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is, it's, it's farcical. You look into it and you go, my God, this is just like a big kid's game. It really is. Like, they literally train other people in a language that they, they don't even know. Most police have no idea what it is they're saying. They're just told, you have to say this. Like, stick to this. Don't want you do that bit. Once it comes to the higher levels, we understand it. You've done your bit. You're all right. And one day you might get a promotion. One day you might learn how you're tricking people into prison. Because there's a lot of people in prison, from experience, I went to prison. There's a lot of people in prison that didn't break any laws. They, they never hurt or caused loss to anyone. Anyone. Yet they're in prison, and often for a lot longer sentences than, like I said earlier, than pe uh, people that rape other people, people that rape and abuse children, from experience. I never forget, so I, I started off my prison sentence, I started off um, the free. Oh, yeah! <laughs> now! I remembered it, and I'm going to have a silly bloke moment. Yes, because that was the first time as a bloke I saw three boobs, and I was only young. What's going on there then? Yes. <laughs> but um, back to the point. So I started off in Pentonville, which was a A-stroke, B-stroke category prison. I started off on a wing called D-wing. It was awful, I'm not going to lie. I was scared. It was people screaming in the night. It was loads of people in there with mental health issues in the worst possible place for them in prison but anyway i got to the next prison which was wayland which is out in suffolk i'm sure it's suffolk i'm sure it's suffolk it's in yeah wayland got to wayland and as a so it's a c category prison and get get took in, there was four of us in the cell to start with, four four men in the cell obviously to start with, one toilet, you can imagine how pretty that was, with prison food as well. Oh anyway. I could see from my from my window in my cell this block which was segmented off with a fence around it and it had all gardens and it had um he was on G-Wing <laughs> Uh, it had all, um, oh, it had a little pitch, um, like a little, not a crazy golf, but like a little, a really little pitch and putt where they, you could, 
And I was like, God, what, what place is that then? Like, I'm thinking, is that what you work up to? If you're good, you, you know, you get to that place over there. It's just visually, it looks better. And I found out, no, that's the nonce wing. I was like, what? So, yeah, rapists, uh, paedophiles, they'll go over there, basically. And then the first time I went out into the prison yard, like walking around with, all, with the bulk, hundreds and hundreds of other men, all on this side of the fence, you can see on the other side of the fence, just all these other men that they're prison clothes were in better condition like they're there because they're all in tracksuits or jeans and a shirt but normally it's tracksuits on the yard all then had pretty much like nice tracksuits they was out there doing the garden found out they, they grew their own tomatoes and these were the rapists and the kiddie fiddlers so then i went to holosey i went to another prison same thing then i went back to another prison afterwards so i went to holosey bay then i went to high point got to high point same thing it's twisted how the system is set up for people that abuse women and children, mainly. It's absolutely twisted. Have I missed anything? I'm only one in the office not wearing good on you. Gold locks. It's funny though, I get paid, so I manage to take it off. I remember you put it back on when I need me. <laughs> Yellow and green, yes. Hello, Jamie Wilson. I believe you are a new follower as well to Lads Talk Health. Hello, how are you? Yeah, so the subject tonight would it was gritty uh, around around Pizzagate, but it's something we all need to be aware of because and again, if if Pizzagate is too far far for you at this point, it's just no, no, I can't. Cause I've had I, I, not everyone. I've had a few people say though, oh, no, I can't. It's just one I can't look at. I, to I understand. I totally understand. But the foundations of these things are there in the lights of your common law and in your legal system. Like, it really is in your face how it's all set up for the capture of our little people from, from day one, from that birth certificate. You literally register, which means in legalese, surrender ownership. You, you give ownership when you register. You register your child, so you give ownership of your child. And you know what you become? You become the keeper, the parent. Rent, you rent your children back off the state, basically. You pay taxes, and then they'll tell you, you'll give you a, reprieve, you know, a little bit of a bit off your family, person, uh, your kids, you might have, have a little bit of a tax rebate, but you're still paying taxes part of those taxes is for your children because your children are owned by the state legally you legally pay tax you don't lawfully pay tax that's the legal system what was you guys see it's great to see the reaction when I ask them yes Yes, when babies born, they pick the baby's foot to sign paper. Listen, the whole thing with the baby's birth, birthing, from the original spelling, B-E-R-T-H, again, because admiralty law, which is what the legal system is propped up by, law of the sea, they use all of those references 
in the birthing process of every single child that's born if you break down all of the the wording used around it you can look into that yourselves it's all to do with admiralty law and that's how that child is brought in on that ship the mother ship <laughs> down the birth canal into this world then there's the bit of paper bosh you're born at sea now yeah that's all true when his black cabin and when his story came out on the new he was new to F-Wing yep yep that was the one time and I'm not especially now I mean I'm I've, I've never been with someone I've never been a tough guy or anything like that never been into fighting or anything like that and not seeing people get hurt but when people got found out in prison while I was there of people who were and listen don't get it wrong twisted at times the prison officers because they were, of course, sickened. A lot of them just normal blokes. And women, not as many women, no, but um, but they'd be sickened by announces. They would tell prisoners, this one coming in, has got fake debts, he's a nonce, he's a rapist, and they'd get seven bells kicked out of them. And I didn't lose a sleep, a wink of sleep over that. I saw some horrible things in jail, uh, in prison, that. I did lose sleep over, but when it was for people that had raped women and stuff like that, I, I could I could live with myself to be honest. Pair that rents, yeah, parents, yeah, it's all there, it's all there. In uh, look into etymology, people. I've really enjoyed that. Legalese got me into etymology. When you look into where words derive from the English language, sixty percent of what we say in England derives from ancient Latin. But what we've done is we we've taken. A lot of the spellings, spellings, casting spells, and adjusted them to evil. Like the word love, backwards, evil, that is the, literally the origins of the word evil. Now the thing is when you go down this route, you'll find, you'll think, what the fuck can I say then without it being an evil word? Funnily enough, not much. <laughs> Not much. That's why English sounded a lot sounded a lot different and has changed over the word. The structures of our sentences are has changed. But English is seen as one of the most demonic spell casting languages on this plane that we live on. That's the truth as well. And uh, yeah. Because <laughs> it's too that we have to give people permission. Right, it's like. Shop by the other side. Prison officer, and he said he would tell other prisoners who the pedos and other. Yeah. Yeah. Etymology is the study of words. It's, it's such a cool thing. It's interesting. At school, I scraped by with. I didn't get five. I got four GCSEs. Like, I just didn't interest me since I've left school. Funny enough, since I went to prison really that's when it really started for me it's funny enough to <laughs> start for me looking to other stuff is i was rebelling against my dad so i was in prison with a uh, shout out to kamaka my, my cellmate kamaka one of my, in one of, what prison was that that was that was in holiday bay that's when i got to a d-wing i was in there with with a black guy called kamaka from brixton lovely lovely guy strong as an ox 
and one day he started praying. I was like, what are you fucking doing? <laughs> like I've rebelled from any religion years ago, especially after what happened to me as a young child, indirectly through the church. Anything spirituality and religion, no, no, not at all. I'll, no time for that. But I just, it threw me, just started praying and I think fucking on. I got, got talking to him. Long story short, I ended up studying Islam, I ended up reading the Quran, I ended up doing um, two Ramadans, which in prison come with a massive bonus that I didn't know about. Is when you're down as Muslim and you've done, yeah, you should, obviously done my Shahada and <laughs> done my Ramadan, every evening to break fast they'd come around with like a load of Indian food from the local like with some of the Indian boys in, in the prison had, like, had made it banging absolutely bang. but interesting that, that got me studying lots of different things and so yeah etymology I looked at that for a bit after looking at legalese I couldn't believe there was a language that the police were using to trick me that really hit me good food yeah. what did you end up in prison for don't worry yeah no I'll tell you so basically I went to a party with uh, myself and my at my time at the time really good friend of mine, mixed race fella. Who there's a point to me saying he's mixed race is part of the, the the reason that everything kicked off basically. So went to a party with him, and whilst we was there, it was in my area. He was staying with me at the time because his family had moved to Ireland, so he was staying with me. We were staying in. We were playing football together actually. We we were going over Charlton for trials. Um, around that time as well when all this was happening so he was staying with me in East London anyway we went to a party in my area and some older boys turned up and they seemed to start my mate because he was because he was mixed race definitely there was a racial element to what happened and anyway they gave us a kicking and like they started on um, and I he was on the floor getting you know what it's like I'm forced it's horrible but Tried to jump in to stop him. I got a kick in as well. We left, and then this is where ego, and I've said I've I've said this story actually, but probably not in this detail. But this is where ego plays a part because my ego that night is why I ended up getting five years in prison, because my soul, when we walked away, me and Ann, licking our wounds, yeah, hurt, <laughs> like definitely fighting back tears. Didn't want to cry in front of him, like because I got a kick, you know, like we was only. I was just going night on 19 at the time. Uh, anyway, my my mate just wanted to go, we're going back to yours. Like, he was drunk. I wasn't drunk. He was out of his face drunk and I wasn't. So I was sober, which makes the, the decision even worse. So anyway, we he's going, oh, we're going back, we're going back. I'm like, like in my soul's just going no no you're not no you're not that like, my ego's going no but you can't say that you gotta say well anyway we ended up long story short we ended up going back and my mate ended up uh, hitting someone with a hammer and that that thankfully didn't die he got injured got severely injured but he didn't die he's absolutely fine nothing life-threatening or staying with him but anyway so i got charged with something called uh, joint enterprise which was a, a part of the story I've missed is when we went back one of my other mates who was my best friend for years and I've said this before and I'm going to say your name because I'm forever feel ashamed of what happened um, the fact that you stayed behind when we went on, went on the run and you ended up going to prison when you shouldn't have 
Adam Panais. He came with us on the way back because, uh, anyway, it's a long story, but he came with us. So there was three of us. And shout out to you, Adam. I'm so, I've, I've seen you once. You was very gracious since, and uh, I was hoping to reconnect, but I understand why he didn't want to stay in contact. Because I let you down massively, mate. And I was young at the time, no excuses, but I hold my hands up. I let you down massively. But anyway, because there was three of us, Adam, me, and the other fella, there was something at the time, a new legislation, so not a law, that was called joint enterprise, and it only applied to if there was three of you. So there was me, him, and him, which meant that even though I didn't do it, and they knew it wasn't me that hit the boy with hammer, didn't matter. I still, on a joint enterprise charge, I was still was guilty as him, so he was still on the run. I'd come back from being on the run, because I went on the run initially as well. Uh, I came back from being on the run and uh, yeah, I went to prison for I got five years basically. So that, whoever asked that question, that's my honest story on that. Stakey Scott, there you go. So yeah, joint enterprise, which um, I've lost a lot of friends with that. Yeah, it's not even a law. You know, it's been retracted. Funny enough, um, within the last six years, I never forget it as well because I was in, I was living, where was I at the time? I was back in England. I can't remember where I was living in, but anyway, it came on the television that, that a load of people was getting let out of prison because they finally realised that the joint enterprise charge was just a load of bollocks. And yeah, so people got, so I wouldn't have actually gone away. But interestingly enough, me going to prison definitely made, that's the start of my story, definitely. Because like I said, it's all of a sudden chucked into an environment where it's full of ego. I didn't know anything about ego at the time, but prison, prison is full of ego because you've got blokes in there that just have to think that they need to be tough because you're in prison and there's a role to play. So, yeah, that was interesting. That, so prison made me, that's when I studied to be a personal trainer and unfortunately, also though, what I studied indirectly, inadvertently, was was crime. <laughs> because I hadn't been around criminals growing up. I hadn't been around criminals. And then all of a sudden, I was put around criminals who I just have to say, on the whole, are lovely people. The majority of them. They're just normal people. Absolutely normal people that just chose a different path in life. But because of that, I came out of prison and I ended up getting involved in, in the wrong crowd. Although I had a good job at the time at Fitness First. Yeah, my ego is still all over the place. So, wow, what's it like in prison? Is as bad as they say. Do you know what? My experience is I wasn't into drugs. I say that, I smoked weed, and that was to my detriment because weed, because now, obviously, I'm a big advocate for cannabis for the work I do with people with cancer, completely different subject, but I am a massive advocate for cannabis for people that are sick, and I've got a long history of, of years' worth of research and case studies and testimonials to back that up with. But in prison, it's a bollocks because all the crackheads and heroin addicts, they're laughing when it comes to VDTs, which is voluntary drug tests, or MDTs, which is mandatory drug tests. Because with that, because the body is such a great reparation machine, your body expels that shit through your system within 24 hours. When it comes to weed, <laughs> Even if you've got a one little spliff or you've had half a 
few pulls on someone's spliff. That stays in your system for four weeks. So that I used to end up losing my canteen regular over is failing voluntary drug tests for weed. That was it. But other than that, the way I've always described prison, do you know what prison is? It's a school of naughty big boys where the same egotistical society classes within that school apply. If you got, if you was good at football, i.e. thank goodness I was good at football, you got in a football team, you worked in the gym, you're laughing. <laughs> you ain't got to be tough, you ain't, in fact, you're, you get on. And that was my character anyway, I, did, I never tried to be tough, I knew I weren't tough. There was people in there I knew would squash the shit out of me. I wasn't, I just did my own thing and thankfully, touch wood, uh, and very appreciative, I never got any, any, a couple small skirmishes which nothing major at all. Um, yeah, and it, I'm not promoting prison, I'm just saying it is what you make it. And for me, it was, I'd done my, like I said, I'd done a couple of little computer courses and I'd done my personal, I'd done my fitness and personal training qualifications. So, I don't know, days it takes, four weeks, yeah. Yeah, funny enough, a couple of the Yardie boys in there showed me a trick with garlic vinegar and water. Taste rank, but really done, work wonders. But yeah, like I said, not promoting prison, but there's a lot of good people that go to prison for things that they should not be in prison for. Like, it is really, really bad, some of the, some of the stories and some of the, yeah, you, and you just know with certain people, you just know that they're telling their truths and whatnot. God, I don't know how we digressed onto prison. Can't remember how we digressed onto prison. But just to pop in again, we're going to do a brief for Daisy part two coming up definitely within the next two weeks. So I'm going to advertise that. Our membership site, we're really, we've put a load of common law stuff, well, we will have as of tomorrow, common law stuff in the, the membership site. There's a lot of cancer stuff, like I'm putting in loads of information and look, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm saying this with confidence, not cockiness, and I'm not trying to sell you nothing, but I'm, I know this for sure. In life, the one thing worth investing in is your, is your health. And that's across the board. That's your mental health, your spiritual health, your physical health. But when it comes to things like cancer, Considering we're told it's one in two of us now they're going to get cancer, that's what they tell us, okay? That is one thing I strongly would recommend people, if you know someone with cancer or you've got cancer and they're at a stage where, which loads of people I've worked with, is they're just not sure about what they're currently being offered or what they've had or in many cases of the people I am working with is they've been told actually we can't even give you anymore. We've given you the best of it and you're in shit state now. Your body, your immune system shot to shit. Now you're on your own. You're in that stage. Reach out. Reach out. I've got a, a cancer coaching program now. Yeah, it costs money. Is it worth it? Fuck, yes it is. Yes it is. That includes a, a very genuine and reliable source to proper natural medicine. They're not just for cancer, arthritis, insomnia, leaky gut syndrome, diabetes, cerebral palsy. This is all stuff I've seen firsthand. People I've worked with. 
incredible, sorry, I've done it, incredible, credible, credible life-changing results through the stuff we're doing. That's why I put, we're putting, me and Harry are putting it inside this membership site. The breath work, it's not just breath work to put you, yeah, you feel great and, no. Scientifically, I can tell you how you've shifted your body state into a state of alkalinity just by breathing. When you've got cancer, this is something you want to be doing every day, three times a day. Albeit temporary shifts, you kickstart your natural body's immune system, especially if you've been damaged by radio chemotherapy, which have shut your system down. You can kickstart it again just by fucking breathing properly. Guttural breathing. That's well, well missed. I'm from Hackney Captain. Blimey, mate. I know that area well. When do we renew membership? Each month, Marnet. Thank you. Each month. James, I'm going to DM you after this live. We need to talk on a higher level. Yeah, mate. 100%. Uh, what's that? Amen to that regarding health. Yes, 100%. I've been to hell and back with health. and There's no way I'm doing anything. Taking. <laughs> Think of what it does to the mind and throw it over the mind. Is yeah, 100% chemo is so toxic. Yeah, meditation. Again, so what I've done in the membership site, which I'll keep saying, but that's where I put it, is I've listed, okay, like, first thing, what do I do now that I've just been told I've got cancer? Do you know what the first thing is when you get that news? So I'll give you a couple of snippets from the membership site. Is wherever you are, when you receive that news, you stand up and you move. If you're in the doctor's office, you get out, you go. You're at home, you get out, you go somewhere else. You can't get out of the house. You get out the room you're in, you go into the garden. You ain't got a garden, you go into another room. You get, you're in the car driving, you get out and you walk somewhere. You're walking somewhere, get in the car and drive somewhere. Why? Because no matter how you think you've taken it, as soon as you've been as you've been given that news, and this is from observing people over the last eight years, is your body gets shifted into a really toxic state of fight or flight because <gasps> it's like you've been, a lot of the time you've been suspecting, is you know you've been building it up and there it is confirmed because that's what the, the mind does, the ego does. It will always build up to the bad news in many cases, and then it gets confirmed. Psh, neopeptides flooding your system you're sitting there you're standing there you're driving straight away that goes into your system you need to move first thing you do is move instantly i'm not saying it's going to switch your mind off it's definitely not it won't allow your body though to go into full shock mode or let them neopeptides roam freely around get yourself moving that's the first thing and then you start looking into Getting someone who knows about cancer. Get yourself a cancer coach. Call me. Call me. If I can't make a huge difference immediately in just what to expect next. Because that's the big one. You go into this world of egotistical anticipation and everything is pointing towards death and darkness and fear. 
learn what you need to do next because that's what I've watched and I've been I've watched people from different parts of the world that's the common denominator again sickness traverses any isms racism sexism genderism any other fucking ism you can come up with and it's interesting when working with different people from complete different backgrounds different races in that position of we're really sorry you've got six months to leave you've got one year to leave you've got six two weeks to leave whatever it is that you get told that you have when you well there's two types of people there's the people that become that label they fold they become cancer and it's sad because I've worked with those people that they've reached out they've, they've, they're doing the protocol with the, the plant medicine but they're not, they're not there. That makes all the difference. The people that I've seen the results, even I go, oh, fuck, yes. Like, they're people that have basically just sort of known, know that like, they've, they've understood. They've taken the information in because we don't claim to be healers. We've said that loads of times, but we're not at all claiming that or even claiming to be clever. All we're claiming is, did you know about this information over here, 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 and here? And behind every one of these here's, there's a group of people that will tell you, yeah, I did this, that got rid of this cancer. I did this, that got... So we're saying we can give you something that multifacetedly approaches whatever it is you've got going on. And at the centre of it is you're in control. You're empowered with the knowledge in what you're doing because we give you the information. Look, look, it's there. You've got this system. This diet does this. This plant specifically works synergistically with this. It's there. It's not, it's not theories. And it's all natural. It's all completely natural, relying on your body doing what it's been designed to do, which is repair. I'm on too. Oh dear, sorry to hear that, mate. They say when you go into shop, you should shake it out, but most... Right, when you're going into shop, so shock, after that first stage of going for a walk, just to get the blood flowing, that is literally just to get the blood flowing, move, move around. Do you know what you then do? Fucking breathe. Breathe. What's the first thing most people do when they get a bit of bad news? The breath, the breath shortens, or people get panic, panic attacks. It's all here, they go, oh, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. You can't breathe because you're just fucking using this amount of your lungs. You need to breathe. Use your lungs. Again, proven, irrefutably, in any sh In fact, if anyone's been trained in martial arts or if anyone's been trained in security, what are you told to do before you go into any altercation? Take a big breath. Why? It's a complete tick, tick, tick across all boxes. Clears the mind, quietens the ego, prepares the body, relaxes the body, fills your blood with oxygen, like just in breathing. So yeah, that's another, another big part. But for other stuff anyway, it's, it's all in the, hello Anne, it's all in the membership site. Have a look, because that counter, again, £35 a month, £1.15 a day, or for those people, thank you very much, they're paid up front for the year, 365 quid, a pound a day. You've got a whole, do you know how many years of, of my, I'm proud to say hard work is in those cancer videos. 
with it's not me just reading i can give you the books i can give you professor rafael mishulin dr christina sanchez go and just look at them two alone you'll see works for over 50 oh, i know 50 60 70 decades but seven decades between the two of them 50 years for professor mishulin at least 20 years for christina sanchez working specifically on people with cancer and cannabis and showing you look look at all these people healed not in remission not didn't come back after five years which is their safety net by the way they've got five years shelf life on cancer look into it and that's another chat in itself but that's how they get around so-called success stories it's disgusting but there's people you know don't take my word these people are studied but there's years and years worth of research into there how he's got the fitness side of it how he's an amazing pt i'm a pt but i'm well out of practice how he's phenomenal we've got the common law stuff in there now as well like 35 quid a month if you if you can if i'm not playing it down but it's fucking worth it. and then that's without our co we do like live coaching sessions we do the workshops and there's people in well, every day every single day sunday to the following sunday there'll be a live of like for example tomorrow i'll be doing my sunday blessing breath work into a meditation but we're doing the breath work with people and it's already getting good results with people so look out look up for our, our membership site seriously my one takes 40 see today 15 lovely what's the time anyway people Harry didn't jump on but I let him off it was a good chat like I said that chat if you didn't watch it about Peter Gate there's loads of stuff we didn't touch on as well because you can get so gritty with it but everything leads back to leads back to children literally everything money doesn't mean anything at all that is just again a fictitious it's a paper it's a bit of paper that is all it is it's not backed by any assets whatsoever well i say that it's backed by our slave labor because we give value to money by going out to work for someone else most of us and even if we've got our own business we pay taxes to somebody else for the privilege it's our kids everything goes back to children and that Pizzagate scandal I think every, I yeah I, I can't say this is fact but I think every now and again these people do slip up and certain times things are so blatant that people more people more people do cotton on to it and that's Pizzagate because that exposes a lot of people who's seen the Ricky Gervais is it the Oscars is it the Oscar? I think it's the Oscars, isn't it? The last one. When he literally goes to town and they're all there. Tom Hanks, all of them, sitting there. Yeah, they're all in on it. They're all in. It is. They, they are, they, that, whole, that whole system is set up. The police, they got, they got robbed of the people once they became, well, once they introduced police officers police officers have nothing to do with the law nothing to do you've seen that laser it's good isn't it it's brilliant 
police officers have absolutely zero to do with serving and protecting the people. Where does the word officer come from? It comes from the corporate sector, from the world of companies, CEO, FCO, CTO, Chief Executive Officer, Financial Executive Officer, Chief Technical Officer. It's a corporate word. So what happens is with police, they swear an oath as a police constable, the man or woman. But then, the majority of the time, they've gone from them nice old bobbies on the beach, black and white, to these new corporate yellow, bright yellow, all corporate colours. Like the, the construction, construction workers with their high Vs, bright yellow on the, on the, corporate, on the building sites. They're, they're companies' employees. They are companies. The police trade as companies. Politicians trade individually as companies. So what's the problem with that? For those that ain't seen the common law presentation I've done. To be a company, you've got one goal. To seek and achieve profit. How can the police... I'm not going to call them police force... Because again, that's the grand corporate. The police, how can the police ever, anything about them, have anything to do with making profit? Government. Rule the minds of the people. That's what that word means from etymology. Look back into, into the origins of that word. Again, government back in the day when there wasn't any paid governments, there would be people that were seen as trusted, as fair in societies, that would be asked to mediate a quarrel, a spoil, between two humans. There'd be a disagreement of some sort, and to get their minds governed, government, in that situation, they'd go to see this person, this soul, I should say, person is what they ended up, these souls who were seen as trusted to go and mediate the quarrel and their spoil and whatever this person or this soul or these souls decided after deliberation, they would agree to accept. They'd go to see the, the two people in that spoil would accept their going to talk about it and then it would be mediated and then that, regardless of the outcome, it would be accepted. There's no charge involved. It was just, that's what it was seen as. Now, individual politicians. Boris Johnson trades as a company. Nick Hancock, <laughs> can you believe it? Trades as a company. These people trade as companies. It's the biggest piss take in the world. The whole setup. So it's important to understand when I was saying earlier as well about it's these people that are messing with our children, these people also taking these don't they don't pay taxes, they avoid taxes. We know that. We know they they the expense scandals <laughs> of the thousands of pounds they'd be spending so called on a couple of bacon sandwiches and a few cups of tea, like and just realistically just back pocket back pocketing the money. It's it's all in your face. It's all in your face. 
They're just pigs in blankets. Yeah, look at the City of London police, red and black. Yep, City of London. That's an interesting one. Did you know the City of London is a different country than England? How about that? It's got its own set of laws. City of London got its own police force. That's a fact. Completely different from England. Yeah, any tax, tax is legal, tax is not lawful. In fact, in law, and this is, listen, there are people who don't pay tax. There are people who don't. Is no England, yeah. There's people that don't, don't pay tax, and that's because certain people understand the law at its base level. And I'm not saying not to, by the way, but be careful of this, because they're, of course, because of the way everything's set up in society, there's implications when you don't pay your tax. Clearly, there is, we know. But is it against the law? 100%. All tax is against the law. It clearly states in law, this isn't verbatim, but no one lawfully can earn from another man's labour or woman's labour, another human's labour. No one can earn. Your time is precious. That's your time. What do they tell us at work? You're on someone else's time. You really, you give up your time to take a small, someone else tells you how, that's what your time's worth. And on top of that, there's a percentage of your time that I'm giving to these people over here. And then there's a little bit more that go over to this group. And then when you go out and you pay for other things, in the shops, in the restaurants, there's a tax on there. So a little bit of that is going to other people. Even if renting, I'd be worried about them following the landlord. Yes, it's a difficult one. And again, it goes back to numbers. Because if, if enough people stood up, and there are more people standing up to get back on a positive foot. There are more people standing up now than there ever. I've, I've been looking at stuff for me for 20 years. And the amount of people now that I can, even the fact that I can have a conversation on a social media platform about this stuff now. At the start, this, like my family definitely, like, I know they, they just thought I was a bit bonkers. Couldn't talk to most of your friends about it because again cognitive dissonance. Now though, there's a there's a, a a good amount of people and what's lovely it is I know I always say it, but it just traverses all the usual divides, colour, sex, gender, like people just realise, okay, there's us now. We are we can just talk about meaningful stuff where there's nothing it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what music you listen to. Doesn't matter what clothes you wear. This all this all stuff that we choices that we choose to. You say improve your life, but like they're choices that you choose to make that to, in some way are of 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 objective. Right? They're objects of substance. It's all the conversations that people are having now about COVID vaccinations, child trafficking. This is now what you're getting is people from complete different backgrounds, which is always what makes it so enjoyable. They just come together and go, and you can see it in the eyes of when you meet them. It's just, 
all the other egotistical stuff that would normally set off, you're black, I'm white, you're brown, I'm this, you're that, you're this, you're, you're gay, you're whatever, whatever shit, they manage to keep people divided over. It's just, woof, it's like, yo, you're here. We're here, we can talk about this stuff. Oh, lovely, we can have a chat, a good chat. Why? Because all of my so-called own, of the same colour, of not the same colour, of the same sex, of the that you're normally, you start realising, I've had a conversation with someone today about this as well, we had a lovely testimonial of a bloke, really resonated with me, is you just realise how meaningless a lot of the people in your life are, and that is not being horrible, they're not adding meaning to your life, you're entitled to that, you're entitled to choose to talk and converse and encounter, share energy with people, that when you walk away, you just think, oh yeah, I feel good about that conversation, I'm really glad I stopped and had that chat, I'm really glad I'm now connected with this person, it's lovely, I almost forgot everything, have pounds, it didn't change, I'm too loud, I don't remember seeing Blander, I was actually the phone too, but even now waking up a little too as well, I told people a lot, and they said I was losing it, now they all ask me, what's next, yeah, that's it, and that, <clears throat> I'm sure you do anyway, it's so important, because I can't stand that in the so-called truth movement that, yeah, people coming back, the fucking idiots, that I told them so. Pointless. That people, you know, they go through that transition. It's not nice. It's not nice. The, the thing, imagine the thing for those of us that are awake. Like for me, it was 9-11. That's what woke me up. So it's 20 years. 9-11 is when I started looking at other stuff, right? Imagine the thing that if I am now, if it was now and the thing that I was on the, on the fence about that was slowly waking me up was I've got two kids uh, and these vaccinations and all this COVID nonsense and they're looking to get my kids vaccinated. What horrible thing to go through that transition to outside of the fence, if you like, way of thinking. What a horrible way to be woken up through this a poisonous fucking chemical against a, an invisible virus which apparently the flu disappeared and got renamed and rebranded but now we've got a force to take in this and they're talking about my kids and how unsure you are think about that when these people are coming and, and, and opening their eyes to what's going on and meet them with kindness so important don't meet them with them I told them so meet them with a yes what, what do you want to know? I'm not saying I know, like, what I know is fact, but in now that we can have these conversations, look, all this is the other stuff I really wanted to talk to you about, because guess what? You start chucking these pieces on the table, and do you know what you build? A big fuck-off jigsaw, where you can just start plugging them all together, and then you enjoy that next transition with that could be a friend coming back into your life, which is lovely, you know? And it's not about sorries and, and whatnot, it's just you get them back family members you get them back and all of a sudden it's what a lovely foundation to build on you you're you're, you're in something together you know they live thank you i'm going to look into that i'm not seeing that it's like stinky scott might they live is creepy as i meant to see all of it influenza yeah influenza i was saying this today so where we did the live from earlier i was outside on the balcony freezing my nuts off but the person's house we was at, again, uh, she's a, my, my wife's Iranian, this lady's Iranian, she's new to Spain, so uh, 
parents are sort of getting together and, and making, again, it's nice actually getting, making people feel at home and whatnot. But I sat there and listened to my wife uh, and two other ladies, two lovely mothers, one the Iranian lady and one a Jewish lady who, shout out to you, Ilianette. Uh, Ili! But anyway, point being, I sat there and I just listened to three ladies write the world. And it was lovely. But what was interesting was the other Iranian lady, she's going through her own awakening at the moment with what's going on with COVID uh, and vaccinations and stuff. And it, it was it's just interesting because you can hear the the almost disbelief, but like as a knowing that like, this is really happening, isn't it? Like my wife, she, she's just I'm, I'm really lucky in that sense. She's been awake, although she... There's other bits she thinks I'm bonkers about, but she's been awake to a lot of this stuff for a long time. She's just saying, yep, that's exactly what's happening. And I really felt for this woman because you can see the, almost the clearing out of, of the, the innocence of, oh my God, you, you tricked me. <laughs> and it's not nice. I'd love to be in Spain. Yeah, it's, it's, Spain's wonderful. Spain's, I love being here. It's a good move for us. I actually had my own issues with social services, which is why I knew how to help Daisy and her family, which is the young girl I'm working with, with who's beating her cancer, or in fact has beaten her cancer. Um, but yeah, why did I say that? That was one of the reasons I wanted to get out of the UK sharpish, because it's messed up. The UK is messed up. They, they think they're so ahead. We think we're so ahead in the UK. It's bad. I put really chance to educate my mum. She's 83 and no longer feels scared. Lovely. Well done, you. More information. I'm going to have a look at that film, Naza. Definitely. What's the time? 1.31. We'll have to call it a day in a bit. Thank you, by the way, people, for, for tuning in. And... I look forward to what's going on tomorrow. I know what's going on tomorrow. West Ham are playing Man City. Come on, West Ham. But then we've got my Bromley tomorrow as well. 5 o'clock UK time. I'm going to go to bed. Love and light to everybody out there. And actually, do you know what I want to say? I, don't, I, I love this. Like, it's my, I come up with this myself, actually. I'm quite proud of this. And it really is a game changer. Yes. Night, night mate is always remember this and we never have to meet but i know this as a fact about every single person who ever watches this which is really empowering and it's true is you're the only you that ever was ever is or ever will be which means you're pretty special and unique so enjoy that about yourself and have a lovely weekend people thank you so much for listening if you've been interested in this content and want to reach out for us a one-on-one or group or community coaching, please don't hesitate to. You can find us at Lads Talk Health on Instagram. On Telegram, if you're interested in the natural plant medicine, search for Rick Simpson Oil, best Rick Simpson Oil, forward slash cannabis oil, forward slash THC oil. You'll also find us on Instagram at Lads Talk Health. We've got a community membership site. If you're interested, 
please reach out. The membership site is www.ladstalkhealth.com. And again, love to all.